In a League of Their Own podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. Are you sick of snagging your nuts or cutting yourself with a generic Bic razor or generic clipper? Well, now you don't have to worry. Smooth My Balls offers a five-star below-the-belt care for men, starting with the Turf Chopper 3.0, the next-level razor that provides a very smooth and clean finish with no cuts on your sack. And coming in for the closer, you got the Pube Muncher 1.0, a compact mini vac that cleans up the job with no hair left behind. Head over to smoothmyballs.com today and use code league at checkout for 15% off your top of the line men's grooming kit. Again, that's league L E A G U E for 15% off smooth. My balls shave like a pro. Rep Sports. Rep Sports is a leading supplements and nutrition company that provides everything from pre-workout and protein to recovery supplements. If you're looking for a healthy pick-me-up, Rep also offers Raise Energy, a zero-sugar drink that helps with workout, with workout and recovery uh, mental focus as well. Head over to repsports.com today and use code LEAGUE for 15% off your order. That's L-E-A-G-U-E for 15% off. Golf kicks. Tired of wearing the same old pair of boring golf shoes? Not the most comfortable? Now you don't have to worry. Customize all types of shoes from Crocs to flip-flops, sneakers to boat shoes, and wear them in style while you rip it up on the course. Head over to golfkicks.com and use code OWN20 at checkout to get a 20% discount on your order. That's O-W-N-20. Screw your shoes. Dreamer loot. Want to rep the best up-and-coming sports podcast? Of course you do. Head over to streamerloot.co today and check out our first line of, of merch. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, and stickers. Again, that is streamerloot.co to check out our merch. Hey, everybody. It is Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Will Aaron Rodgers show for mandatory camp next week? And 76ers are in jeopardy after Embiid tears his meniscus. And there goes that man's jockstrap. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> America's team? Yeah, right. Oh, baby, it's a big day in sports. There's nothing like battling it out with your teammates all season long to go win a championship. Green Bay's got it this year. Huge move for him. I think it's going to be a game changer. We have a lot to talk about this busy week in the sports world. Welcome to the In a League of Their Own podcast. All right, again, everybody, welcome to the show. Um, again, kicking things off here, uh, Aaron Rodgers talk again just about every other day. He's kind of the main focal point of the NFL this offseason. Um, Matt LaFleur came out today. Uh, Rodgers did not show for camp or for uh, OTAs again today. Um, still unsure if Rodgers will attempt the mandatory minicamp starting next week. Um, Rodgers waived his... Um, half a million dollar workout bonus uh, for not showing up to OTAs. And then if he does not show up next Tuesday, uh, he will have to pay the Packers like $96,000, which for him is just pocket change. So um, right now they have Jordan Love getting the um, QB1 reps and he'll get the QB1 reps if Rodgers doesn't show up next week as well. So um Again, kind of the, the drama continues with that, but we'll see, I guess, next week if he shows up. Yeah, it looks like he went 11 for 17, threw two picks, had a fumble. Um, 
and Blake Bortles, uh, I was reading, completed the longest pass of the day today. It was like a 64-yard bomb. And uh, guess which corner of ours got burned? Hmm. <laughs> Mr. King. It was by a guy that we just signed um, not too long ago. So, Oh, was it the um, – Some guy I haven't heard of. DeAndre Th- uh, Thompkin, or Tompkins? No. It was a different guy. <laughs> but it okay. said Kevin King gets burned by blah, 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 and outstretched for a catch. And it's just like, way to go, King. Yeah. Starting off the year strong. I still don't know why they re-signed him, to be honest. Like, Maybe just to cut him. Yeah, I mean, if, Broncos. Yeah, if Stokes, if Stokes has a good training camp, I could see. <laughs> Amy just signed him, too. Yeah, I could see him taking over King's spot. Um, Trade him for a draft pick. Yeah, like or a fourth, even, like yeah. a fourth or fifth rounder for him or something. I don't know if the in the NFL if they do trades like that, but uh, back in like the junior hockey days, we I remember one time we traded two kids for a brand new skate sharpening machine, five hundred pucks, and a grand in cash. So I don't I don't <laughs> legit like. Two kids basically were worth a brand new skate sharpening machine, 500 bucks and a grand in cash. Like we'll give you this guy and it was two kids. We sent two for... kids for that stuff. That's funny. We drove and we drove home with it from the rink. Like we put the brand new shit on the box. It's like, I wonder if that happens in the NFL. If it's like, uh... we'll give you this guy. If you get pay for a new jumbotron for the stadium, <laughs> <laughs> we, we like your, we like your film guy. He, he's working for us now. It's something <laughs> like that. Like, I wonder if stuff like that happens behind the scenes. In the fine print of the contract, they're like, oh, shit. All right. And a pack of blue Skittles before every single home game. <laughs> uh, throwing a pack of Marlboro Reds. Marlboro Reds. <laughs> Marlboro Reds at halftime. But, yeah, and then the other uh, NFL uh, point I had for today, uh, Dan Marino was speaking about uh, Bill Belichick as he is approaching Don Shula's uh, uh, most winningest head coach record. He currently sits 48 shy of that right now. So um, now with 17 games, that's about five winning seasons, and he'd surpass that mark, not including playoffs. So obviously if the Pats – go on deep playoff runs it could be three four years uh to otherwise hit that I mark. Think he, yeah otherwise i think he'd already passed him with playoff wins well no that's it that, that that's including playoff wins i think oh it is i yeah. thought it was just regular season no i think it's i think it's in, uh includes all wins for all mm. time if i remember correctly but yeah that's so weird how some sports carry that over <clears throat> and yet again like hockey all the regular season records stop like, and then the postseason happens. And then it's like postseason never happened back to the regular season where the records continued, like the Iron Man streak, Keith Yandel for the Florida Panthers. He had it going and he was going, and then he ended up getting scratched. I think it was game five. And I know that's like a tough move to scratch a guy who's got the longest streak going, but it is the playoffs, So it doesn't count. So next season, if he's still on the roster starts, Boom, streak continues. I don't know if it's the same way in the NFL, if it's season, postseason stops, and then it continues over. Um, I'm trying to th- – because I'm thinking of, like, Brett Favre, like his consecutive, consecutive starts. starts. 
Because I don't he think like he ever went out. Ninety something. Yeah, I don't think he ever went out in the playoffs. So in that case, maybe that did carry through the playoffs for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how the NFL works like that. Yeah, I don't either. Like I said every sport is different. I feel like. Yeah. Um, do you have any NFL points to throw out there? Uh, only thing I have on the NFL is shout out to Chris Hogan, ex NFL wide receiver, played for the Patriots. He made the 25-man roster of the Boston Cannons of the Premier Lacrosse League. Uh, shout out to him. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Playing one professional sport, moving to the other, cracking the top, cracking the main roster, and let's see how he does this season. Uh, lacrosse is kind of under the radar. I know, like, even in Wisconsin, us as a whole, there's not too many high school teams, I think, that have high schools that have lacrosse teams. I know my senior year of, well, my junior year of high school, there was like a petition to start a lacrosse team. And then I think they had one like three years after I was done. But like I said, there's, there's only like two or three teams. I feel like lacrosse, it's like soccer. All you need is a field, a couple sticks, a ball, and some, somebody tough enough to throw on a helmet and stand in the net and get beamed with that fucking ball. But I feel like lacrosse is one of those sports, just like golf has seen an uptick. I feel like lacrosse is one of those sports, especially with the whole brain trauma part. Like, yeah, there is checking and stuff in lacrosse, but it's not like you're not headbutting guys and, and stuff like other sports. So shout out to the professional lacrosse, you know, making a headline. You don't really hear lacrosse ever making a headline for anything. Yeah. And obviously it helps having an ex NFL player, go into a league like that or even just like any retired professional athletes like becoming an owner of a semi-pro team or just like being affiliated with the team whatsoever it puts their name up there on ESPN uh, down on the ticker or just becomes a headline and boom that that school that organization that specific sport gets some attention for a couple days um just by coming across the screen so it's cool to see the like again, ex-professional athletes kind of taking their talents or at least their knowledge of whatever sport they did to these lower teams to kind of give them recognition and obviously carry on um, their love for the game. Yeah, uh, I don't know why, but this is kind of a little off topic. Do you remember the show Pros versus Joes? Yes, briefly, briefly. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, just like – for all the people who talk shit about like professional athletes, it's like, oh, you fucking suck. Pros versus Joes. That's all I gotta say. Just Wasn't like, that essentially like a fear factor, but it was like sports related, and then yeah, you basically it was, just it was had professionals versus random dudes who thought that they were the shit at the yeah. sport. <laughs> like I remember one of them was one guy thought that he could out out rebound Dennis Rodman. And I think Rodman got every single, like the dude didn't even sniff get the ball because Rodman's a Rodman, you know, like that's yeah. what he did. That's what he, that's what those guys do. I think there was one with even like Wayne Gretzky. I think there was one where it had the holes or the targets in the four corner shooting. Bum, 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 bum. It's like, that's what they do. It's like, <laughs> they deserve a lot more credit than people really give, give them. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's funny. Like, like somebody will see a video of like an athlete doing something, and then you look in the comment section. It's like, oh, that's not hard. I could do that. It's like, okay, 
cool do it throw your vid in the comments let's see it or like um like well, curry when like he whole, hit yeah like and the whole thing too like one guy makes one error fucking people were human people yeah. fuck up dude it's like if it's an every time thing then yeah okay maybe do some work on it but it's like yeah like when it, like watching a game it's like watching a quarterback miss a open pass it's like Oh, put me out there and give me 10 G's and I'll make that pass. It's like, okay, but then what about the other 40, 50 passes that game? Make the rest of those too. Like, but yeah. Uh, I'd like to see a regular person go out, take a snap, and complete a pass over a full D line that's probably like 6'6 six, six to 6'8. Six, Can't even see over the line. So then you're going to have to r- run left and run right. And you got linebackers coming at you. You have like how fast would they get rid of the ball in like 0.7 seconds? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's something yeah. ridiculous. Like usually, that, usually, like you got you got a pocket ending the play. It's like 2.5 seconds. Yeah, anything longer than two like and a eternity, half, you got to roll not, out. Yeah, right. and then and then Rogers a lot of those guys for- get it. Boom! It's like 0.7 seconds from the time that they get the ball to the time that it's out of their hand. And it's just like, even a regular person, I don't even think I could get the ball and get it out in 0.7 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, that's, and those guys work on that too. It's just like, they do like hundreds of reps just of working on the release. And and like you said, shorter guys, having more of the baseball, um, baseball throwing, side arming your yeah. angles. It's like Mahomes is the one that started that because he's not even too tall where he, it all depends where the, you know, where the defender puts his hand, depending on, there's like eight different angles that you can throw it with, with your shoulder. And yeah, he's mastered it all, even the opposite hand throw. Yeah. Got down. I'm still waiting to see a quarterback in the NFL that can throw both hands just as good. Like how you have those pitchers that can throw both hands Mm -hmm. and throw 99 each. Like when's the quarterback going to happen that rolls out this way, throws it the other hand, comes all the way back around, boom, switches hands. Yeah. Starts running toward the sideline. Fake boom. It's like toss it. Yeah, because then it basically at that point, because obviously, like, if you're running a play action, you prefer to have, obviously, left-handed quarterbacks roll left and right, right. But if you've got a guy who's ambidextrous, like... Don't matter. Don't matter if he's rolling out left. He could still throw a... He could switch it to his right hand and throw it back across the field the other way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that somebody's going to come through it. Like, I'm sure some somebody somewhere can do that, but at a professional level... Like to have somebody who can throw equally with both hands, like same zip, same zip, same power, same distance, all that Accurate. is rare. And right. then on top of that, they have to be a professional athlete. Like, you know what I mean? To have both of those line up at the same time would be super rare. I'm sure there's a high school athlete or just some semi-pro Joe, Joe Schmo who can do stuff like that, but you never hear of them unless like, he pops up on like sports center top 10 because somebody pulled out their phone and got a clip of him doing it or something but right that's even like a pro pro baseball player making it to do that i don't i think there's maybe been a couple like pitchers that but in high school you hear about it all the time like i know i like two people myself that back in high school they had six finger glove throw three innings this arm all right 
three innings is, you know, just keep switching up the to save your arms. And well, and plus switching arms, you can switch it based on the batter so you can put different English on the ball and all that stuff too. In baseball, it really helps, but yeah, for football though, just to be able to throw because gripping it is even you got to have pretty big hands to, to grip and throw professional football and then getting that grip down on both hands of putting it perfect act, you know, accuracy, air, all that. It's way more difficult than throwing a ball. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing too, is like, I could throw a ball with my right hand, but it's like, it's going to be a duck compared to throwing it with my left. So obviously like you throw a duck in the NFL that's getting picked off or just not getting to your receiver, but but yeah, um, I had in the NFL. Yeah, so then moving over Otherwise, to the NBA. Other, other than the, Bear, the Bears still suck. You just throwing that in there. The you are you was, like? Yeah. There's some. I was still oh, there. I was like, uh, I thought you were you were gonna like elaborate on that. Like they made a move or something that like no, made them I suck was, or something. You just I was just throwing that in there. Shout out Tony. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I haven't said Dallas sucks in a while. I, that was kind of a thing early on in the first probably, I don't know, 10, 20 episodes, at least once an episode every other episode. I'd... Well, we're kind of in the football wall right now, so. Yeah. Come week one, they'll take their loss against the reigning Super Bowl champs, and then I'll say, I oh, think Dallas Fields is going to start. Uh, I think they're going to do better than people are thinking. I think Fields is going to start day one. I mean, if he comes out, I mean, if he comes out and blows Dalton out of the water, I don't see how you can't. And honestly, I feel like I always thought Justin Fields was the next Aaron Rodgers. So time will tell. I mean, that'd be pretty crazy to have two Aaron Rodgers types quarterbacks in, in the same division going at it. It'd be awesome to see. Yeah. At least while Rodgers is A, still in Green Bay, and B, still in Playing his prime. Football. Yeah. Well, what's your, what is your prime now for a quarterback? It's till you can't move anymore. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, mean, I guess it's until you can't throw it until you can't throw it anymore. Yeah. Cause that's like where man Peyton lost it. He lost that distance. Like Brady, he can still get it down the, mm -hmm. he can still gas it. Yeah. Like he can still chuck the ball. A lot of people are like, Oh, Brady can't throw Brady can't throw. It's like when he was in new England, he didn't have to throw deep balls. No. Look at last season. He fucking let that thing fly. Yeah, didn't they lead the league with he plus was, 20 he, yard yeah, play pass? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At 40, whatever. 43-year-old motherfucker. <laughs> He's going to be like that thing uh, that um, – I can't remember who were like who made it, but it was that like the Super Bowl Super Bowl thing. sixty. Tom Brady playing against his son Jack Brady. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, switching over to the NBA. Then here, a uh, couple points again. Some games underway tonight. Um, uh, the Suns took care of business uh, last time we um, that game was going on. Uh, last episode, so the Suns are up three two in the series as that moves back to LA. It's over, um, yeah. If, even if AD comes back, like we, like we were talking last time, he if he can't come back one hundred percent and thirty four points is what he's got to put up at yeah, least to give him a chance. And yep. otherwise, if he if he can't come back one hundred percent and can't at least like 
put up 30 plus points. Suns are going to close it out in LA tomorrow. Um, uh, kind of another, I guess, injury bug going around on the east side. Joel Embiid has a meniscus tear in his right knee. So uh, he is out in tonight's matchup versus the Wizards. That game's still going on, um, I believe, third quarter um, now. It was the fourth. It was the fourth. Fourth now. Um, one second. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much game over. 76ers are up 122-101 with four minutes left. Oh, yeah. So um, so 76ers are going to hang on to win that series without Embiid, um, which should give them time. They'll probably play either Saturday or Sunday um, against what's going to look like uh, the Hawks. Hawks look like they're going to finish out that series against the Knicks tonight as well. Um, so, I mean... That goes to that goes to show though the Wizards uh, didn't get eliminated in Game Four because of Embiid going down. So, um, but like Joel Embiid is looked like he was going to be a game time decision for uh, Game Six if it did get to a Game Six. So hopefully by the next series, I mean playing through meniscus tear that's that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's, however much pain you can manage is what it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to take off-season surgery and um then then they're gonna have to hope that he's ready to go come next season because those that takes a while to come back from with rehab and stuff like that yeah meniscus is nowhere near acl mcl though so i think it's like a couple weeks now with how good they've gotten at doing these surgeries like and pretty much anything with the knee now is really quick which is really impressive and i think that's awesome so athletes don't have to miss so much time where they've gotten so good at doing these surgeries now we're back in a couple of weeks and good to go again, which is awesome. And, and plus two, when they, they fabricate your knee with tools and metal and man-made tendons, it's probably stronger than what it was before you broke it. So yeah, they say, they say your uh, ACL, MCL, um, they, people say that they come back after the first time you tear it it comes back stronger than it originally was. But then the if you do it time. again, but then if it's... you do it again, then you're waiting for it to keep happening. Basically. Yeah. Like Derek Rose, like he can't go as hard as he used to because one move and there'll be a fourth time. Exactly. And then the last kind of NBA headline, uh, Brad Stevens, coach of the Celtics, moves into the president role on the team after the current president just retired uh, today. So um, I don't – I'd imagine they have to get a new head coach because I don't think you could – I don't think be a president and a head coach at the same time. No, um, yeah, they, they said that they were actively searching for a new head coach. Okay. So, I mean, Brad Stevens here, like – kind of turned the Celtics around from obviously their lull after they won the title back in 08. Uh, they went on a little bit of a lull and then kind of came back under Brad Stevens. So he kind of set the foundation for them to come back. And obviously with like Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum, um, obviously leading the way on that team. Um, I don't even know what, what coaches are really going to be on the market. Cause I know last year there was a handful of coaches that found teams so i mean i guess unless tyron lou maybe shits the bed with the clippers this year and they decide to get rid of him maybe he goes to the celtics 
Um, yeah, there's not really a whole lot of guys kind of just waiting for a job to happen. Cause like I said, last year, there's a lot of guys shuffled around and they either matched or did better than the year before. So they should all stay where they're at. Yeah. I don't really know. It kind of seems like the NBA coaching pool is weird. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they all know each other. There's just a cycle that just keeps going and going and going. And maybe occasionally you'll get a new guy in there. It's like same way in the NFL. It kind of seems like too, it's like the same coaches keep getting recycled over and over again. It's like every single league. I should say that coaches keep getting recycled, recycled until you're just that bad where you can't win anymore. And they're just like, okay, time for a new guy to fill your slot and stay the rotation. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of uh, Fisher with the Rams. He just like kept getting cycled through and got it and all that, and then eventually it got it got to the point where he just like, all right, dude, you suck. And then in comes Sean McVay as finally that new face, and then look what he's done. But yeah, like you said, it's been just been a, a carousel of coaches going to different teams, and you don't really hear of any new guys. Um, I mean, Lafleur is really the newest head coach or or cliff kingsbury from oklahoma well technically urban meyer is the newest head coach oh yeah him too yeah cliff kingsbury like two or three years ago coming from oklahoma to the cardinals too so i mean it seems like at least every other year every year you get like maybe one get one new guy that comes up but um yeah i mean it'd be cool to see younger guys come in too like the floor is pretty young um Obviously, it's great to see older coaches like Belichick, um, even like Bruce Arians. He's kind of getting up there as well. Some guys that have been around the league for a long time, sticking it out either with a team that they've been with for a while or just in the league in general. Because even though a coach is shifting around, um, maybe they didn't see success with the team before. But look at Arians. He was in Cardinals or with the Cardinals kind of got them back on the upbringing in the NFC West and then moves over to basically uh, a not very hopeful Tampa Bay team. And they turned around and win a, a Super Bowl in one year. So, um, but it doesn't take a lot, especially as a coach like that. Arians talked all the time that he's like, I didn't really have to do shit. It's like all these guys basically made my job easy for me. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I got a, I got, yeah, I got a couple things here. Uh, one thing that maybe could have even potentially been a headline that I completely forgot about until now, but uh, amazing performance last night. I think that was the best performance I've ever seen in my life in a playoff game. Damian Lillard oh. dropped 50, 55 points, six assists, 10 rebounds, hits two game tying three pointers to send it into overtime. And then in the second overtime, and then in the second overtime, that was four straight three pointers that he made to put them even in the, to get to the third overtime. Uh, he broke Clay Thompson's record uh, of three pointers made in a game. He's got it with 12 now. So amazing performance. I still can't believe that they lost. Um, yeah. after... Well, that's a problem. And it, everybody else named that Damian Lillard went one for 14 in the second OT. <laughs> so that's your, when you go one for, when your other four guys on the floor go one for 14, you're not going to win. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's and it's simple. so sad for Dame too, because he's so good. 
and Portland's never been that team. I mean, McCollum, they got there, and it's been those two basically, and you never hear anything about them or that team trying to bring anybody in to help those two guys out. If I would like, if I was Dame, well, Carmelo Anthony, they brought him in. He's at the end of his career. Like, yeah, I get that. He's good, but he's not playing the minutes that he used to be able to play. Yeah. Like just that way. He's not as a, yes, he still scores points. Yeah. He still plays defense, but he's not as effective as he was when he was Denver nuggets playing how many minutes a game and constantly putting up those points every single game where now it's kind of hit or miss. You never know what Carmelo Anthony you're going to get. Yeah, that's true. But also Portland is a small market team to where and Damian loves Portland. And that's why I don't think he's ever going to leave there. I think he's just going to be maybe one of the greatest players ever to not win a title. Yeah. And then, yeah, my, my other point is uh, coach K announced that this will be his last season at Duke. He plans to retire um, at the end of this season and basically calling this his last dance. So shout out to coach K. Uh, Thank you for all you've done for basketball, USA basketball, especially you've won a lot of gold medals. Um, Shit. Duke has always been a powerhouse and really like those North Carolina Duke games always have been the games to Mm -hmm. watch growing up as a kid that it's like, Oh my God, these are, you want to see the NBA watch Duke in North Carolina? Cause Mm -hmm. all these guys are going to be superstars out there. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him for what a hell of a career. What a ride. That doesn't surprise me, especially since Roy hung it up too for North Carolina. So now it's going to be two powerhouses kind of, some big shoes to fill whoever is going to be taking those two positions over. Um, obviously the recruitment's still going to be high for those two schools, but you also got to be able to coach those guys and win games too. So it'll yeah, be interesting to teams. see. Well, kind of this last year too is interesting how for the first time since like early 1900s, Kansas Duke and North Carolina were all unranked at one point. So all those teams are kind of, in a rebuild stage as weird as that is to say, given those are really the three basketball schools of the country. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll bounce back. I mean, you don't, when you're those schools, you don't really go into a lull too long for those programs. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like you said, these, they've been top teams, top recruiting. They always get the top, whatever players every single year. And like even if you're not a basketball fan, you've you know who what Duke basketball is. Like all I mean, I may, might be naive to say the world, maybe like the sports world knows what that like knows that, but that's just how I feel with the impact that he's made to basketball. For sure. Ugh. Yeah, um, I guess, yeah, I got some a couple of MLB points to throw out here. Um, not, not a whole lot of, like, I guess, big headlines going on as far as, like, uh, teams as a whole. But uh, today, uh, Francisco Lindor scored a winning run in the ninth inning today in uh, the Mets win against the D-backs. Um, I guess one team that is kind of on a streak is the Cubs. Uh, they swept the Padres today and now sit at the top of the NL Central with a one-game lead over the Cards. 
um, just a week or two back, they swept the Dodgers as well. So Padres and Dodgers kind of the two powerhouses of the NL and the Cubs swept both of them. So they're kind of on a hot streak right now. Um, the Brewers again, have an off day today, and then they start their four game weekend series tomorrow with the D backs. Uh, and that will be at, uh, I was about to say Miller. Uh, no, I was about to say Miller park, American family field in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Is it an American family insurance field? No, it's just Am- AmFam Field. It's like the, I don't know what that, I always hear it. I it's mean, American it is. Family field. In, yeah, it's just American Family Field. Actually, American Family Insurance Field and just said AmFam Field. I, I, I honestly don't know. I haven't been I haven't seen the, I'd like I, to be yeah, down there. I haven't seen the sign, but just funny. Every time I see like Snapchat stories or like pictures of just on social media, people going to games, they always Ooh, like. Maybe that's sc- what we do this weekend. When do they start that series? Tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Maybe. What time, what time opening pitch? For tomorrow? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if I had to guess, probably 6 or 7 o'clock. Uh, Thursday, Brewers, 6.40. What about and then Fridays? There are Friday and Saturday will be night games. Well, Saturday is three ten, and then Sunday is probably one. Yeah, one ten. Do you need a COVID vaccine to get in? Well, now that it's open, you shouldn't anymore. No, I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, otherwise, they literally play six days a week. So. We'll get down there at some point. Yeah, that'd be sweet, dude. Then we can update live live updates f- from us. Here's like, yeah, just give <laughs> updates to the to yeah. the. That's something the we should do. We should make a stat like a in a league of their own Snapchat, so we can throw stuff up whenever we're golfing or at a sports event. That's on or... Instagram. You could just do the story on Insta. Oh, that too. Same, yeah, same thing, pretty much. But. Yeah, and then the, um, I guess, kind of wrap things up with the MLB here. The MLB bans four minor league pitchers. They got caught with foreign substances, trying to put some English on balls. So, sorry, gentlemen, your uh, your road to the show got cut short before you could even make it there. So, um, it's it's been kind of funny, though. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's been kind of like, he like analyzes footage of like pitchers, like either like, having stuff on their gloves or on their hats and like noticing just like little, little tweaks that they do. And it's just like, he's like, this guy has got to have something. And then like, sure enough, like a day or two later, and will be investigating this picture. So this guy, he just like breaks his film apart of these pictures and it's like, yep, he's using something. I wonder if they're going to catch him. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't, but yeah, I mean, base, I mean, I guess in any sport, you always, ride that fine line of trying to get an advantage, but I don't even think they're allowed to lick their fingers anymore. Mm. They used to be able to, I don't think they're allowed to anymore so that there's no advantage given to all they have is the chalk on the mound. Yeah. The chalk I bag. think that's it now. Cause like, I remember guys would just, which the chalk bag would, wouldn't help because that just stops you from sweating. So if anything that gives yeah, you help your fingers not get blisters too from the laces spinning the ball. 
But yeah, um, again, not a whole lot with the, the MLB, but also there's literally games going on every day. So there's at least something to throw out there. Um, yeah. And then as usual, wrapping up the show here, NHL playoffs. What's going on over there? So the NHL playoffs, um, at, before I dive in, I'm gonna just going to dive into uh, the lottery um, real quick that happened tonight. Um, for those of you who don't know and those of you who do know, it's kind of like the NBA where the all the teams that don't make the playoffs basically get put into a lottery and they each have a certain percent chance to get the number one pick. Seattle coming into the league, they were guaranteed at least a third pick. They get the number two pick. Buffalo Sabres get the one. Don't really need to read off the rest of the list. Um, kind of doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really matter. And if you really want to go ch- find out exactly what the list is, you can go pull it up yourself online. Um, my Flyers, they do have the 14th pick and pretty excited about it. This is a pretty deep draft. There's a lot of young kids coming out who are pretty good. I know on the Devils, uh, Jack Hughes, who was the number one overall pick a few years ago, he publicly said that if his brother was still on the table at the Devils pick, he would appreciate it. The Devils chose his younger brother as well. That'd be kind of cool to have two brothers both drafted in the first round playing together on a team and Winnipeg just scores uh, 3-2. And uh, I'll dive into that here. And then, uh, yeah, so like I said, if you want to check out the lottery, you can go pull that up online. It'll tell you what every team's chance was to get the number one pick and all that stuff. And then just diving in to the games real quick. Um, Montreal currently up on Winnipeg three to two. Um, Winnipeg was down three zero in this game and now they've scored two straight. They were getting outshot 21 to 11 and they're now up 26 to 24. So it looks like the tables have turned. They are playing in Winnipeg and they do have some fans that were allowed to be in the building. Uh, they're a team that doesn't quit. Uh, like what they did to the Oilers, they shut down the top producing players in the league. And now they're on to Montreal who just did the same thing pretty much and putting the Toronto Maple Leafs to sleep. So this is going to be a great series for those of you who want to see some great close physical hockey. This series is one that you want to watch, especially because this year's kind of interesting too. There's only going to be one team that represents all of Canada in like for a chance for the cup like in other seasons you could potentially have two playing in the in the eastern conference finals or potentially both meeting in the stanley cup and it could be all canadian cup no one team gets to represent all of canada in the final four teams um they have a lot to play for so the the series should be really good um just hold on a sec oh caulfield motherfucker um other game tonight, Vegas takes on Colorado Avalanche. Marc-Andre Fleury is back in the pipes. Like I said last night, um, if they stand any chance in the series, he's going to have to stand on his head. Um, I feel like Colorado is going to bring the heat again tonight. I'm going to call a 5-2 victory by Colorado. That top line for Colorado, they had eight points in game one collectively. I'm saying that they're going to have six points collectively tonight that they just can't be stopped right now. And that's very exciting. And then just the two other series going on, 
Tampa downs Carolina last night to take two advantage Islanders beat Boston in overtime. I, I believe I mentioned that yesterday as well. Just going to reiterate that, that they play on long Island tomorrow night. That should be a great game as that series has been a hell of a battle as well. So everything's kind of looking on the outside in. There's really only four teams that kind of really belong in the playoffs right now. And Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say that. There's really two teams that look like they can win the Stanley cup and that's Colorado and Tampa that look unbelievable right now, but we're going to see if, you know, the superstars can be stopped. That's kind of what it's coming down to. This league is all superstars kind of now. And some of these teams, depending on their coaches, stick with the old school style, dump and chase, big bodies. We don't really care about going to get the superstar because we're just going to wear you down. And there's a lot of teams in the series that wear, wear teams down. We'll see how well it works, you know, going against some of these top guys. Because at the end of the day, how do you stop someone going a hundred miles an hour? You get in the way of them and you slow them down. So. We'll, we'll see what happens. And like I another thing too, is it's all about the goalie. What goalie gets hot at the right time and can carry the team basically all the way through. So that's kind of all I had. Oh, Montreal just scored. So four, two. Um, yeah, this game, there's eight minutes and 50 seconds left in the third period. Go watch us on NBCSN Vegas and Colorado will be following. And yeah, that's kind of all I got here for today. Sounds good. Yeah, again, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs heating up. Uh, first round matchups are finishing up. Second round ma- uh, matchups are underway and going to be underway this re- weekend on both sides. So um, one step closer to those conference finals. And, yeah, a lot going on at one time here. And then as soon as it's all done, there's going to be nothing. So going to enjoy it while it lasts here for at least the next, next month or so. And then one real thing, too, about in the hockey world, um, I think it was Vancouver announced that they are going to hold the Women's uh, World Hockey Championships in 2021. So that's awesome for the women that get to play. I know during the COVID season, they were supposed to have their thing last year. It got canceled. They couldn't find the funding. There was no funding coming through. NHL helped partner and, and helped put something on so that the women can get out there and show which country is the best. And yeah, going to be excited to see that happening. I, I don't remember what dates that I saw the post, but uh, yeah, they did receive the funding and it is official that it will be happening. So that's awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um, Again, with the new the new schedule, um, again, Monday, Wednesday, Friday episodes. So um, we'll be diving into, I guess, the games that are finishing up tonight. The ones that happen tomorrow, we'll be breaking down all that for you guys on Friday. So um, stay tuned again. Um, yeah, just keep up with everything, I guess, as we dish it out to you guys. And yeah, that was a series final. Just going to th- throw that out here before we're done. 76ers close out the series four to one. Um, they won 129, 111. So Tobias Harris, 28 points, led the 76ers. So looks like somebody else, somebody was kind of able to pick up a little bit of slack and get some points in. Obviously, they they want they found a way to come together as a team and win collectively. That's gonna help them out 
Um, now they just have to hope that Atlanta gets upset tonight so that maybe Embiid can get an extra day or two of rest. We'll see how that goes. Or playing a best of seven, you know the team's got to win four. Maybe rest them game one. And you just chalk up game one, kind of like an L saying, hey, we're just going to rest and get back to full strength. And then we're going to battle. Like, we'll give you one, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see. For sure. And then last thing, U.S. Open is also uh, June 17th through the 20th. That should be – we're going to be uh, broadcasting that for you guys as well. We'll be talking about more of that as it gets closer to the U.S. Open. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Again, thanks for stopping in. Again, um, I guess you you got the words down with the with all the socials. I don't want to steal your thunder on that. <laughs> thanks everybody for stopping by. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to all of our channels: YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, also anywhere that is affiliated with Anchor. Also, just go to Google, type in In a League of Their Own podcast, and I guarantee you it'll find it'll you'll be able to find us doing it that way. Um, yeah, if you have any feedback, comments, anything you feel like you want to share to us, don't forget you can DM us, leave us a comment. Um, we will get back to you. I don't think that we're some of these people that are just don't even bother reading anything or won't get. We'll get back to you guys. Like. Uh, we, we love interacting with our fan, like with the people who follow the show. And we also try to do this to provide entertainment for you guys as well. So we want to do the best job possible for you guys. And yeah, that's kind of all I had. Thank you again. And we appreciate you guys stopping by. Yeah. And don't forget to, again, we do have, we do have uh, uh, merch out. We've had it out for a couple of weeks now. Again, streamerloot.co. Uh, if you go down in the description under this video, you'll find the link to our merch page there. Um, add us, whether you get a hat, shirt, sweatshirt, mug, anything like that. And we'll throw it up on, on one of the socials as well. Um, feel free to, um, again, send us a pic of you copping the merch and we'll give you guys a shout out. So, um, again, any way to get the, the, the podcast name out there, we appreciate it. And, yeah, appreciate you guys stopping in and we'll see you guys on Friday. See you guys Friday.